Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Hey, today's episode is titled Michelle's Bad Day. So, you know, one thing I often hear from people, whether it be podcast listeners or coaching clients or people in my courses, is Michelle, you seem to have it all together. Well, I must be doing a good job then. (laughs) But the one thing I want to highlight is, listen, I have bad days just like everybody else. And this week has been particularly rough. I'll explain why. And then I'll explain a couple, actually three different laws. I'm going to explain three universal laws to you very, very quickly. So you, you might want to take some notes. But these are laws that are underlying everything in our physical world, our mental world, and also our spiritual world. Okay, so when you truly understand the the universal laws, then you can make sure that you're living towards them, but they're also working for you. Okay, so I'm going to really flesh out how I was able to use these laws and some tips and tricks that some of them you've heard before, some of them might be new. Uh, You might want to write those down too. And I'm really going to encourage you to pick one thing that you can do so that when something comes your way, not if, but when something comes your way and you don't like it or it's not serving you well, you actually have the power within you to make that change. Okay? Enjoy. All right. So I'll be honest with you. It's been a bit of a rough week. Okay. Um, this is a very busy doing time for me. Um, there are many deadlines that are happening and I'm also noticing that there are, uh, people who are not following directions who make it a little bit more difficult. And also this week we've had several emergencies, not like life emergencies where you're, you're going to be injured or, or die, but emergencies, meaning, uh, something that has a, a quick turnaround that you did not know about that is highly important. Okay. So all of this has kind of been happening this week. I've been working a lot of hours, uh, just to try to, to, keep things afloat, if you will. Now, I have heard actually from several of you, uh, many of you who listen to the podcast, you're also involved in some of my courses or challenges or, or coaching. And uh, I get this message sometimes that, you know, Michelle, you just seem to have it all together. Well, I still have my ups and downs. Okay. I'm still a human being. I still experience emotions of all kinds. So I, I was talking to a coaching client, I think it was yesterday and really explaining this. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to share this on the episode because it's so important. So what did I do when I had a bad day? Well, I want to, before I jump into that, let me explain three universal laws to you very quickly. So there are, I think there's 12 universal laws that we can apply to the physical, mental, and spiritual worlds. Um, And there are three that are very closely connected. So the first one is the law of rhythm. And this one says that there's going to be natural highs and lows. You know, think about that. In the physical world, we have, you know, cycles that like, um, you know, the tide comes in and out, the seasons, right? So natural ups and downs. But we also have, um, with every low, there is a corresponding high. So if you think about a pendulum, uh, the pendulum will swing in relation to the last swing it had. So 
the easiest way to describe this is if you have a pendulum and you push it hard and it goes really hard to the left, guess what? It's going to come back equally hard to the right. Maybe a little less, but there's going to be a corresponding change there, right? So if you have a really low low, you also, uh, you know, by law, you will have a high high, all right? So there's a lot of people who go about life and they have really high highs and really low lows uh, because that pendulum is just swinging, right? You can, um, although, you know, what, what we really want to do is we want to have uh, more of, a, I wouldn't say a straight line because you do want to have those, those ups and downs, but over time you want it to, for lack of a better word, I think everybody understands this idea um, because we've been living in COVID land for a while now, uh, flatten the curve, so to speak, okay? Uh, you want to be in the middle of the road where the highs are not too high and the lows are not too low. Uh, you know, I keep telling my husband, I want nothing more than just a nice, normal, even non-dramatic life. Okay. Uh, and there's two terms that I really think about when I go through, um, and I'm thinking about the law of rhythm. So the first one is we don't want to, uh, be comparing and saying, this is good. This is bad. This is high. This is low. This is, you know, acceptable. This is not acceptable. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. We don't really want to enter that. We just want to acknowledge and notice that whatever is happening is happening. Uh, I've done a teaching before on, uh, the 90 seconds, understanding that any emotion you have comes for 90 seconds. And when you can honor and appreciate that 90 seconds and just allow it to be, then it, it pretty soon goes away. Okay. You're not forcing it. You're not fighting it. You're not trying to deny it. So the, the essence of acknowledging and accepting. So appreciating it for what it is, not putting an extra label on it. Uh, another thing I often think about is John Maxwell does a teaching all the time about the 24 hour rule. So the essence of the 24 hour rule is that when something goes really well, let's say you've gotten some award or, or accolade or, you know, just thinking ahead, graduated with your PhD, uh, you know, something really awesome happened. You have 24 hours to appreciate that and to celebrate, and then it's time to get back to work. And the opposite is also true. So when something goes wrong or when you've had a rough day, or let's say you have, you know, a proverbial kick in the teeth, uh, you have 24 hours to sit with that if you want, and then it's time to move on. Okay. So that's the law of the rhythm. Now the law of opposites, which is very closely, um, related to this is that, you know, we have opposites in the world. We know that, right? We have up, we have down, we have left, we have right, we have hot, we have cold. And, uh, typically what we do is we, we have these opposites and they're on, um, uh, a continuum with extremes at either end. So if I say something is hot, you know, uh, I don't know, lava might be one of the hottest things, at least in my awareness, lava is pretty hot. Uh, but if I say cold, I think of, uh, um, what is that called? Dry ice. That's really, really cold. Right. Uh, and so those are the, the extremes, but if you think about it, it's in terms of hot and cold, you don't really know if something is hot or cold unless you're kind of comparing it with something else, right? 
So for example, my husband, when he gets in the shower, he thinks that, um, honestly, just below boiling your skin is, is appropriate. So he likes hot water, right? When I get in and it's like that, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not okay. Take that down a little bit. Um, and so he has his preference for what he thinks is hot and cold. And so do I, but where does hot start and cold ends? Have you ever thought about that? Where does hot start and cold end? Um, what about things like, um, light? Where does light start and darkness ends? Especially in our world today, um, you know, in, in, in the United States, for sure. I'm, I don't know if it's this way in other countries, but we have so many lights on all the time, right? Um, are we ever truly in darkness? And thinking about where does love start and hate end? Where is that line? Right. And, and so we have these opposites, the extremes, but yet when you go towards the middle, it's hard to tell where one starts and one ends. It's all about perception. Right. Um, and so we really want to make sure, and this is what I was trying to do yesterday, that we're staying away from extremes, staying more in the middle ground. Uh, uh, I call this perception management, right? So as, as things were coming really hot and heavy to me, I was like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let's put this thing in its place. And then thinking about priorities. Okay. Uh, I was going to do X, Y, and Z right now. However, this thing is kind of an emergency. So now I need to focus on that and I'll come back to my thing after. And, you know, it's okay. It's not, you know, yes, it might be a quote unquote emergency, but it doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world, right? I get to decide where on that continuum I'm going to have my perception of this event or this person or this issue. Okay. So that's the law of opposites. Now the law of vibration kind of brings both of these rhythm and opposites together. So the law of vibration basically says that everything every person, every thought, every idea, every feeling and emotion, um, anything that you can think of has its own vibrational frequency. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the, everything is constantly in motion. There's actually nothing that's ever at rest. If you think about it, you know, your body can be at rest at night, but is it, is it completely still? Well, no, I mean, your heart is still pumping. Your, your nervous system is still working. You've got a lot of movement happening in your body when you're resting. Uh, when you think about, you know, here I am sitting at a table, there's the knock on, on the, the hard surface, right? Um, is this hard surface being still? Well, by definition of what we say as humans is a table. Yes, it's still. However, the earth is moving and everything is vibrating. And so it might be still, but it's not completely still. Does that make sense? Okay. And when we have certain thoughts, actions, and feelings, we create vibrations throughout our body. That's actually, you know, the, the basis for muscle testing when we, uh, when we do psych K that when you have, uh, an on response or a strong response, you have a certain electrical impulse that goes throughout your body. And the opposite is also true. When you have an off response or a weak response, there is a different electrical impulse. And we can actually scientifically test that to see, you know, where, what kind of impulse your body is having. So, um, 
another part of the law of vibration is that higher vibrations consume lower vibrations. So I think this is very interesting. Uh, I was always taught being a person who grew up in the church. I remember time and time again, uh, I was taught this idea that be very careful of who you hang out with because the people you hang out with, if they, you know, don't know what you know, or let's say they weren't Christian, right? They had a different worldview that they were somehow going to pull you down into their worldview. And that goes directly against what the law of vibration says. The law of vibration says, actually, no, the opposite is true, that high vibration. So, you know, thinking about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, all of that, that that actually consumes lower energies of anger, shame, blame, guilt. Okay. So, we want to raise our energy again, going back to that idea of energy management that we've talked about. So some of the things that I did, uh, the last actually few days, um, one of the things I've been practicing with, this is new to me, so I'll explain it to you. I've, I've done it several times, but I'm still learning it, uh, is the, the highest vibration color that we as humans can see is the color violet. So that very vibrant purple. When you close your eyes and you imagine that color, just by imagining that color, which I find fascinating, there's, and there's tons of science and research behind this, by the way, but imagining that color raises the energy in your body and you can actually have a much more positive energy flowing throughout your body just by thinking of that color. Um, you know, my favorite go to gratitude. Gratitude is uh, a much higher vibration. Uh, being generous. So, you know, there are oftentimes when, when we realize as we're going through and maybe we're in a bit of a low, uh, and we want to make sure that that pendulum doesn't swing too much. We're trying to stay kind of in the middle of the road. Sometimes all we need to do is be generous with another person. So maybe you're in a conversation and you just tell them something that you're thankful for, or maybe, you know, you need to, uh, you know, clean out a few things in your closet and take it to the Goodwill for donation. Or maybe you think about, you know what, my friend is running that charity over there. Let me send them a, a little bit of money. Or maybe this has happened to me before where I felt lonely and, and just disconnected from people. And maybe I was out and about and I, I wanted a coffee from a drive-thru. Uh, then, then the very next thing I, I thought about was, oh, let me pay for that guy behind me, right? So doing something generous raises the energy in your, in your body and in your mind. Um, even just compassion. Compassion is a, a higher energy and having compassion for yourself to say, you know what? Yeah, right now I'm busy. Yeah, right now is a doing season. Um, there's a lot happening. Um, there's a lot of people to serve. And you know what? I'm, I am doing the best I can and I will continue to do that. So showing compassion for yourself and also showing compassion for other people, realizing they're doing the best that they can too. So all of those are tips and tricks that I've, I've used this week to raise my energy. Now, listen, I, I think you can probably tell from my explanation here, it takes work. Okay. You, you have to set an intention, a conscious intention that you're going to do this. And you have to have a willingness 
to understand what you're doing, that, that your service is literally to keep your energy up. And it's not a Pollyanna, you know, um, <laughs> unicorns and rainbows kind of thing. It is a, an intentional conscious choice. So when I was sitting in a meeting on Monday morning, and as I'm going through the meeting, I'm thinking, why am I here? <laughs> why am I in this meeting? Why am I still meeting with these people? I'm not so sure that this is a good use of my time anymore. Um, and realizing I didn't necessarily need them, but they needed me and they wanted me. And it was my place of service. And there was one time when I literally was just like, okay, I'm going to, uh, it was a zoom meeting. I'm going to turn my video and my, um, my mute on and okay, let me just sit here, close my eyes imagine my violet, think about gratitude, raise my energy. And that was just enough to get me back into the swing of things. And I'm so glad I did because I was able to ask a series of questions that really got the group thinking about how they want to move forward. So by me focusing on raising my energy, I was able to, to invite others to do their own thinking. And now they're going to be able to actually go and influence thousands of people in a much more positive way. So my gift wasn't to give them an idea or to tell them what to do. My gift was to raise my energy so that I was ready to ask those questions. Okay. My job is not to win arguments. My job is not to make people do the quote unquote right thing. And quite frankly, my job is not to get stuff done. My job is to manage my energy. Okay. So we're all going to have shifts in our mood. Um, we're going to have different things that show up in our life experiences. We're going to have shifts in our thought patterns. Um, you know, we can't be just the same all the time, nor do we want to be. Okay. But it's how we intentionally manage those shifts that really changes our life. Okay. So again, you know, you look at me and you say, Oh, Michelle, you're so successful. You're doing this, this, and this. And, um, I love you and I love your work and you've got it all together. Well, Yes and no. <laughs> I mean, I still experience the same things that you do. Uh, I'm just on this, uh, I guess, experiment to, to really become the best version of myself. So if you would like to do that too, uh, I do have a few things that, that you might want to write down, some tips. So one thing that I found is do one thing at a time, especially when things are coming at you like crazy. This prioritization of understanding what is important and releasing something that you thought, uh, you know, so, so for example, yesterday I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to work on, um, developing this new class that I want to work, want to teach. Well, that's great. And that's, that's a priority to me. However, this emergency thing showed up and it basically was, if you don't take care of this, um, yeah, you're going to have to cancel about a dozen trainings. And I was like, ah, yeah, no. Okay. So that, that, that takes precedence. Okay. But I had to release this idea of, I want to work on this class and go and take care of the emergency and do one thing at a time. Next idea is just setting a positive intention. So I don't care what it is that you're doing, but pause just for a second beforehand and say, you, you can say this aloud or even in your head, I intend for this thing to be a positive experience for me and others. Just setting that intention is huge. Uh, another thing that I'm practicing a lot of is showing compassion. 
Um, but showing compassion to myself first, being selfish in that regard, because I know that when I show myself compassion, that I have an easier time of showing other people. So rather than, you know, being kind and gentle and generous and giving to another person first, I do that for myself first so I can switch it around and easier do that for others. Uh, gratitude, we've already mentioned uh, that visualization, uh, meditation. So I, I've actually got on my schedule today, um, actually right after the, I, I did my morning meditation, but I'm going to have a mid-morning meditation today. I'm actually going to take a little bit of time outside to, to go meditate during my lunch hour. And I've got an afternoon meditation already scheduled. Uh, and, and I'm doing this very intentionally and I don't do this every day and I'm not telling you, you should. Okay. I'm just giving you an example that, um, because I've been in this state of a lot of work lately, I know I need to take more time out to raise my energy. So that's what I'm going to do. So in, in the, in between times during calls and zooms and things, I've got it on my schedule to, to work on some meditation. Um, another thing is just try to stay away from extremes. So we have, you know, our emotions and our thoughts. We want to stay away from those extremes. So if you have an interaction with somebody at work and it's, you know, a wonky interaction and you notice that your, your mind is going to kind of this worst case scenario, what am I going to do with this person? Try to bring it back to the middle of the road so you can do perception management. So play around with, with perceptions, try to understand your point of view, their point of view. Is there another way to think about this? Okay. That you'll be transforming your energy just by doing that. Um, but we really want to stay in that middle of the road. Uh, if you have an emotion that comes, that's very strong emotion. Again, sit with that for 90 seconds, allow it to be there. Uh, right now, I know we have many listeners actually who are going through um, several different stages of grief, losing loved ones. Um, so remember that the grief comes in those 90 second waves. Now, at first, it's a lot of 90 second waves together. Over time, you're going to find that those 90 seconds in between, there are rest times. Okay, so the law of rhythm it, really, when you're in grief, it's like the, the 90 seconds are the low but then it, it feels like a low the whole time. It's not really over time. That curve is going to come more into a flatter line. Okay. So just allow it to be, don't fight it, honor that low. And you know, another thing uh, I hear, this is good for your health breathing. You know, uh, we as humans, when we're in this place of stress or getting stuff done, we often forget to take those deeper breaths that really give us life. Uh, so, you know, when it, that's another good thing, when you're practicing any of these other tips, just to, to work on your breath as well. Um, and the result of doing all of these, I, I kid you not, I've experienced it this week. The result is that it's going to change you. It's going to change others and eventually it's going to change the world. I mean, just the one example of that meeting on Monday of, you know, me changing me, I would, I allowed, you know, myself to, to do these things. And then I was able to invite others to do their own thinking. And now because of their efforts, they're going to actually change thousands of people's lives. And then all of the resulting ripples from there. Okay. So as much as I, 
know, and I really do know how hard life can be. Okay. I, I, I don't want you to think that because Michelle has all of these podcast episodes that my life is perfect. Because if you listen to any number of episodes, you know, that's not true. And I have some of the same lows that you do. So if you think I have it all together, well, maybe I do, (laughs) but this is why I have it all together and you can too. So think about which one of these things might you want to practice today? How, how do you want to practice raising your, um, your energy and your, your vibrational frequency, if you will? Um, do you want to practice gratitude, visualization, meditation, um, you know, breathing? What is it that you want to do that can be your go-to? All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this has been truly helpful for you. Uh, and, and no, honestly, before I sit down to do a podcast, I think about you. I, I send you loving energy. I, I just, I really appreciate you joining in my work. And for many of you, man, you know, you're reporting back that you, you go and you do these things. It's changing your life. I love that. Uh, I also really, really appreciate those of you who are referring your friends and your family and your coworkers. Um, keep doing that. You know, think about it today. Who who needs to hear this message? You know, is there somebody in your life that is uh, maybe in the in the extreme category? You know, high highs and low lows, and and they're struggling with the drama of life, and they would like things to be different. Um, you know, maybe send them this episode and, and see if it helps and then circle back around. Don't just send them the episode, but circle back around and say, Hey, what did you think? You know, have a conversation about that and see, you know, what new ahas or awarenesses come to you and them. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.